Oh, we're li- well, I don't need a countdown. Hello, folks. <laughs> Wrestling with the Future is live and on the air. And this is uh, when, you, when you go live, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this is our year end special and our look ahead to 2022. And we have a stellar panel tonight. Let's introduce everybody. My man, the, the, the man who, uh, who brings us to the gathering tonight. Jamming Jake the Snake Hudson. Jake, how are you, brother? How you doing? And Kachanka, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're great again. Beautiful. Ah, oh, we'll get him. We'll get him. From the abyss of hell, Michael Armageddon Murphy. How you doing, Murph? Oh, good evening, wrestling fans. And welcome again to another installment of Wrestling with the Future with Mad Dog Angelo DeCipio. We have a loaded show tonight. We're coming to you live. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to take questions. If you call in, we're here for you. We're doing our year-end review, I believe. Or fu- I'm sorry, my correction. Future uh, wrestling with the future. Yeah, predictions for the future. Yes, Rounding out the panel is a, is a big green screen right now. now <laughs> is Christina Zuriel Krachenko. Uh, let me tell everybody a little bit about Mr. Korchenko. Uh, he is a former professional wrestler with the National Wrestling Alliance. He is also a former Crossroads trucker, certified United States Jiu-Jitsu Association. I'm sorry, Judo Association, third-degree brown belt in Goshen Jitsu. He is also a, a studied um, individual in the uh, in the properties of air plant, uh, I mean, aircraft uh, power plants and airframe at Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology. He attended there from 86 to 89. Uh, I am assuming that he graduated with some sort of a degree there. And if he didn't, then um, then somebody <laughs> needs to know it right now. <laughs> Christina, are you with me, brother? You, uh, Man, oh, I'm here. We can, we, we can hear him, folks. You can but, hear him, but you can't see me. Again, this is live, and uh, this is what happens. He's right now, doing he's doing the John Cena imitation. We can't see him. Exactly. <laughs> I'm incognito, man. I don't know why you can't see me, man. I see myself. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's um, let's Jake. You want to see if you can uh, get Christina? Um, I think I think it's on his end. I think that's on his end. You know what, Christian, why don't you um, pull yourself out of the stream and then come back in again? All right. Because it's got to be something. It's got to be something really stupid. All right, we we got him back now. Yeah, we do. So stay right there. So tell everybody what we got going on tonight because we got a a a long show, uh, and I want to get everybody in, but I don't want us talking over each other. Um, because we got a really long show tonight because it's going to be a couple hours. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to bring in Crescida, um, at the, uh, at the, right at the outset here. You're a guy that wrestled big time for a while. You were with the national wrestling Alliance. Right. Um, you see trends come and go here in the last couple of years from let's say 2019 to the present. We've seen this disturbing trend of 
uh, undertrained, overworked young athletes. Um, far too often, and Mr. Murphy and I have a problem with this, far too often getting hurt, working uh, unskilled at an unskilled level and at a, at a much too high level for their training capabilities. When you broke into the business, give everybody kind of a feel for what your training was like. Well, yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I see the same thing. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of guys getting in the ring that that just have no business being in there. They were trained by somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. It's kind of like the blind leading the blind, you know. Oh, and um, they convince these people that they're ready to get in the ring, and and then they get there and they get hurt. You know, they look bad. But you know, when uh, when I started, uh, you know, I, I was trained by somebody that was. Uh, had been in the business for a long, long time, the great Malenko. And, oh, um, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, uh, so I, he had a legitimate school. He had, uh, he had some clout. He had, you know, the personality and the character and he had the ability. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and we had a big class. I mean, we had lots of, lots of people in our midst. Uh, some of us started at the same time. Um, <laughs> Barry Horowitz, um, uh, Al Perez, you know, uh, myself. Yeah, I actually. love Al Perez. I love Al. And here's a guy. You want to talk about a guy that's really underrated and and underappreciated for the work he did. Al Perez is that guy. Yep, he, he really is. is. Who else was in your class? Oh man, there was a lot of people there. Um, those are the ones right off the top of my head. Bob Cook. Uh, oh my God. The Bob Cook. You know, the guy with the great punch. You know. Um, yeah. We trained together. We all, all of us started about the same time. Um, I think Bob yeah, maybe Bob, came in uh, a little bit later. Yeah, but, but oh, yeah, Pook Ninja said Barry Horowitz was underrated as well. He sure was. Pook is with us. Um, Pook, I got a, a question for you. Um, you know, you, we're talking about guys that were underrated. Barry Horowitz was one of those guys, too. You know, for a, an enhancement guy, and back then, you know, they were called jobbers. Right. And they right. literally did the job. Uh, and, and so when someone says that a jobber is a derogatory term, it's really no. not. These are guys that did a job and they got paid well to do the job. Uh, Barry Horowitz was one of these guys that was super underappreciated for the work he did <laughs> and really, really good at what he did. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was Barry's thing. Yeah, exactly. Jake Hudson, uh, I'm going up to you, Jake. I, number one, um, I just just want to say to the people in the in the chat, we're we're if if I can catch a comment, I'll just put it up for the for the crew. But well, I'll tell you what, I, I I I first of all, thank you everyone in the chat room tonight. Thank you. Uh, if you guys have questions for any of us, how we started, where we've been, what we want to do. Yeah. Fire it! Let Jake know. Fire it at Jake, and he'll yeah, he'll pull a few I'll, questions out. Yeah. Uh, but, by the uh, way, sorry. Go ahead, Armageddon. Corsita, uh, I actually, if, if I have the person right, uh, Barry Horowitz, I had the uh, privilege of wrestling his son. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Brian. He went by the name of Brian Hardy. That I is, might have that mistaken, but I believe he was Barry Horowitz's son. 
Yeah, you're not mistaken, Mike. That was uh, that was exactly who he was, Brian Hardy. Yeah. I took I took his title from him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated that. Well, I I tell you what, I remember watching Barry Horowitz on uh, WWF, and I actually remember seeing him getting over one time. He I hit that uh, because every time I seen him, like, oh, why they got this guy out here? He never wins. I mean, I was a kid then; I didn't know anything about the business, but I actually saw the one WWF win that he had under his belt. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, all right, he finally won one. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Juan Cruex. How you doing, Juan Cruex? We got a we got a question for you. What is your opinion on New Japan Pro Wrestling? Uh, and uh, my my opinion. Your opinion. Your opinion. <laughs> New Japan. It was the premier organization in the world. It was. It no longer is. Ever since uh, Baba. And Antonio Inoki left us. Um, they left that company, and they each at one time had that company. Uh, it was uh, Japan All Pro and New Japan. Uh, Giant Baba and um, and the late Antonio Inoki had that organization, and it was like a well-oiled machine. All the uh, Japanese promotions were. I have a problem with who's running it now because it's it's far more mafia controlled than wrestler controlled yeah. and when i say mafia i'm talking about the japanese yakuza they mafia, are no, there's no such thing as mafia that's a myth <laughs> it's, not, it's not a myth in japan brother they're real <laughs> trust me, trust me. the yakuza is real um i i have a real problem with this um with the so-called strong style because people are hurting themselves. I, again, what we're talking about, under-trained, overworked young people hurting themselves. You know, New Japan is one of those groups that's doing it wrong. They're just not doing it right. And so I have a real problem with that. And I've had a problem with that for a lot of years now. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah, I'm yeah. Well, it, it's, it runs rampant, Angelo. It I'm runs, it runs well, rampant through the business. I'm curious to to hear what Korchenko thinks. What do you think about that, brother? Yeah, well, it, it is it it is run rampant. I agree, 100. Uh, percent I watch a lot of these uh, independents, you know, and um, and and I see it, man. I, I was like, good God, I, I I like, please get out of the ring, you know. You yeah, <laughs> you have no yeah, idea what you're doing. You, you you look crazy up there. You look stupid. Get out yeah. of the ring, you know. Go get some training somewhere. Go find somebody to train you the right way, you know. Well, but let's um, talk about that on on a major level for a little bit. Last week we were very fortunate. I had my dear friend Barbara Goodish here, Bruiser Brody's wife. That was three yeah. weeks ago. She's a wonderful lady. I've known her for a long, long time. Angela, that um, was three weeks ago, not not last week. Oh, three weeks ago. Wow, yeah, I got ahead of me. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, guys, I can barely hear you. All right. Can you hear me? Can you hear barely. me? Barely. Okay. Thing is me. Hold on. Perchenko, can you hear us? I hear you right now. It was breaking up there a little bit, but you're okay oh, at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I was too close to my microphone. What does it sound like a robot right now? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, we got um, Jake, uh, find out what's wrong with was, our audio here, brother. Uh, last week it was uh, 
last week it was it was us plus Mike uh, Missier and the other guy. Right. And, the, and before that it was uh it was Armageddon me us yeah Arm, plus Armageddon and um and uh what's the okay. other guy? Okay, but here plus, here's what I'm getting at, Jake. Um, and for the benefit of of uh, of Christina, yeah. here's here's what happened on a on a grand scale. They had a guy built like a brick shit house, Lex Luger, and they yeah. put him in with Bruiser Brody. Okay, now Luger had the Adonis body. He was a great looking guy, built like a brick wall, but yeah. he had one small problem: he couldn't work. One little technical error, he couldn't work. And they put him in, a, in with a guy who was a big guy who could work. And that led to all kinds of problems. It led to Frank not selling for Luger. In one of the classic historic matches that even today, 30 years later, we're still talking about. I'm sorry, 35 years later. We're still talking about. Yeah, um, I know that match you're talking about too. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, he wouldn't Took sell place anything in, in a cage in Florida. Interestingly enough, here's yeah, the thing: he when, when, on a grand scale like that, when you screw up, you screw up big, and it's almost forgivable. But the guys that are coming in now. They're all oiled up. They're all tanned up. They look like a million dollars, but they can't they look work. Like models. They're, they're, they look yeah, like they look models. like models. They're not trained. You know, they're unskilled, unprepared at the very least. Um, that's a recipe for disaster, man. And, and I would love to know what our audience thinks of this. I mean, well, I, I, I know I have a bunch of guys out here that's got strong opinions. Yeah. So, uh, Jake, why don't you pull um pull one of our our questioners out? Let's see if anybody's got a question. Um, the only thing that, that this right here, uh, Barry also did good at as Jack Hart in Florida. In Championship Florida Wrestling. Championship Wrestling, yeah, Wrestling. with Gordon Soley. Yep. You know, you know. I remember that. I I got some I want to say, Angela. Go for it. By the way, um. My dad was a truck driver for 55 years. I salute truck drivers tonight. Thank you. Uh, Mike Murphy and Korchenko, uh, truck drivers. Sitting in one right now. Wait, yes, sir. What, what, was you on Big Ring Bounty Hunters? Was yeah. you on the TV show? Yeah, that's, I, was that's what I was marking out. I knew it was. <laughs> I was marking yeah. out in the beginning. I'm sorry. I yeah, did show. two seasons. Uh, Big Rick Bounty Hunters with two, uh, did two seasons on uh, on the History Channel. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Thank, thank you, thank you for what you did. Thank you for what you do. You Absolutely, because truck, truck drivers are the last of the cowboys. They're the last of the cowboys. That's true, right, you know. Oh, uh, we have we have a question. Uh, Go ahead. This is Jimmy Thunder from Down Under. We have a guy. This is this is this is the this is the guy from New Zealand. Uh, oh yeah, hey Jimmy, how you doing? This is a question for all of you. Do you think the rise of MMA and UFC has taken a toll on the wrestling business in its numbers? A thousand percent, yes. 
Yeah, absolutely. MMA is kicking ass in a major, major way. I got news for you, and I've said it on this show. I said it uh, about 10 months ago. I said MMA is doing wrestling better than wrestling. And they are. I agree. Dana White is the new Vince McMahon. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, going to... I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. I think uh, MMA and UFC, it's good for what it does. It's good for what it produces. But I'm seeing it kind of on a downslide. Actually, Mikey, nothing could be further from the truth. The money, the bottom dollar, you know, the bottom line, as they say, is always the bottom dollar. And the bottom dollar is way up in the mega millions. For UFC and MMA, hey, Mad Dog, you Mad can't Dog. you can't argue with the with the money. Mad Dog, yeah, bro. Uh, Michael, uh, my uh, Armageddon sounded like he was in a box. That's okay. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I can barely hear you guys. It's all good. Well, it's, it'll all work itself out. I, I'm not. Hey, I'm not even worried about that. Headphones. Why don't you get a pair of headphones, Mike? All right, listen. Well, if I can afford them, I have them. Jake, okay, listen. We 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 don't have time for that. Okay, right. we're live. We got at least a two-hour show ahead of us. Let's go. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of ground to cover. Um. So, and it's only seven o'clock. I got I, I got at least another hour and a half. All right. Um. So here's the deal. We 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 know where. <laughs> I hope I, we know where we're going. Um. How do we get there safely, Murph? How do we get uh, through, you know, we, well, we got through this year, thank God. How do we get through the upcoming year uh, and, and still have some semblance of wrestling, uh, have some level of enjoyability? I want to know what, the, uh, what my smart marks think out there. I know I got a bunch of smart marks in the, um, in the chat room tonight. So, look, this is your show. I want you guys to throw your two cents into this. I want yeah. you to, to tell me what you think. So good, Murph. I, I I have not got my gave my thing about UFC. Murph. Good, Murph. Uh, what was the question again? Like I said, I can barely hear you guys. The uh, the upcoming year, twenty twenty two. We got through 21 with, with some level of, of dignity. Are we going to get through 2022 with some semblance of wrestling, some semblance of wrestling history, uh, entertainment? What, what are we looking at? Is it going to be what we remember? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I said wrestling. It I see AEW trying to bring that back, bring the old days back. Okay. Uh, what they're doing is they're doing more actual wrestling, less interviews, where WWE is sports entertainment. You do, They do about 45 minutes before you even see the first match. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, next this coming year, they can change that, but I seriously doubt it. Jake, what do you think? What, what's 2022 hold? You know, the one the one thing that, you know, 2020, 2022, 
you said 2022, you know, there, there's going to be some good wrestling. Well, what do you expect to see? I, I expect to see some great action. Okay. I, I certainly hope so, Jake, because this year has been horrible. It's been a really bad year for wrestling. Corsino, what do you think? What's the what's the uh, the next year, twenty twenty two, hold uh, for the world of pro wrestling? Well, is it more more of the same, or uh, or or does somebody got to shake up, you know, shake up the uh, the ground well, a little bit and get everybody moving? Yeah, well, I think you're right there. Somebody does need to shake it up. Um, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the WWE. It is sports entertainment, um, but it's I'm, you know I'm from the old school. And um, we just did things to- totally different back in the day. You know, I wrestled yeah. from the years from 79 to 93. And, uh, man, the way things are now is nothing like we did. And it's yeah, just, you uh, know what's fun? As you're saying no, that. Not, not at all. As you're saying that, we have Pook Ninja. Pookie is here. He says, I have a hard time even watching the current product. AEW is better than WWE, but AEW is still more entertainment than I like. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd like to pursue that. I'd like to pursue that sports entertainment question. Uh, and nobody, and I've asked this question before, and I still have not gotten a satisfactory answer. How do we draw the line between sports entertainment and professional wrestling? What is the linchpin? If anybody's got an answer... And Korchenko is itching. He wants to talk. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Go for it. So you know what? You know, you know what I see? You know what I see? I see a, I see some good I see some really good solid independence organizations out here. Some good yes, promotions sir. that yeah. are going back to the roots, are going back to the to the good old days of, of pro wrestling the way it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the road trips and uh, and the interviews and the um, you know, the house shows and such forth. Um, and I see some good talent in some of these shows. Like a friend of mine, uh, the golden boy, Mike golden, you know, he's around forever too. And, uh, oh, yeah. he runs his, yeah, he's involved with a, a promotion in Georgia and, yeah. uh, they got some top quality talent. So, I mean, I'm seeing this happen and, and that, that excites me. I, I like that a lot more than I like WWE. I'll be honest about it, you know? Um, and I see if it goes back to that, I think, these, these independents, some of these are drawing nice crowds, you know, and yeah. that that excites me to see the people showing up for this. These people still love wrestling, but I think they love it like it used to be back in the day. Yeah. Wong Crew X has a really interesting observation, and I want everybody to comment on this. Think about this. He says, I feel like wrestling has fundamentally changed. I was wrestling a diehard fan until changed. 2007. Back then, being a well-informed fan just meant that you knew that the Undertaker, what the Undertaker's real name was. Now, people follow wrestlers on social. Let's talk about that. There was a time you couldn't get near these folks. They were oh, absolutely. They were absolutely. So let's talk about that. And and thank you for that question, man. That's a great question. Great I want question. everybody to take that one. Kurchenko, take that. Yeah, well, you know that's true. There, we were kind of like um, n- uh, untouchable back in the day. You know, of course, we didn't have all that social media back then like we do now. Yeah, you know, um, 
you couldn't just dial somebody up on, on Facebook. Uh, you know, if you wanted to talk to one of us, um, it was like a chance thing and we might, we might not. Yeah. But that social media thing has opened, opened it up, opened up the, the, the talent to the people. And yeah. I think the people feel some kind of, uh, closeness with these people with these guys now and these and these ladies yeah you know well, that, they they I feel that closeness for you though. i have a question for you. you're a guy who was in that position for a while is that a good thing is it a good thing to to know who your hero was or or have we completely lost the element of mystery uh, the thing about wrestling is it was always a mystery it was like the magic trick you exactly. didn't know how the trick was done, you know? Right. Like exactly. You know, once I, I'll be honest with you. I want to be honest. I want to mark out over here a minute. Okay. I'm a huge Magic fan. Okay. I'm a David Copperfield Mark. All right. When I found out how the Statue of Liberty trick was done, I want to tell you something, brother. I was a 45 year old deflated person. <laughs> Okay, yeah. because I, you know, I I was, I was happy not to know. It was yeah. magic. It was like mysterious. How did he do it? Nobody knew. You know, Murph, yeah. you're chomping yeah, at the bit, Murph. I'm on a, I, I agree with Corsita. Uh, I'm gonna ride off his coattails on that for a little bit. Back in the day, like when I was coming into the business and, you know, Crusader was coming into the business. And back in the day, just to get a tryout at a reputable jam or something, you had to know somebody who knew somebody who was friends with somebody whose exactly. second cousin's sister dated a wrestler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. then you went to tryout. Where now I know when I, when I went to the Wild Simones, my first night of training, you know, they didn't tell me don't eat anything four hours before training. <laughs> okay. I ended up yeah. on my knees in the bathroom. But the thing of it is, they kind of looked at me, they all kind of looked at me and smiled and said, okay, well, let's see if you come back. And if well, the guy came back, then they're, okay, maybe this guy's got some sand. Yeah. But there's, it, it Social media has helped professional wrestling, but it's also hurt it. Okay. And yeah, when I say I it's also it's hurt it, I mean, it's like you said, it's taking the magic out of it, the mystique. If you want to know something about the wrestler, you can just, oh, okay, I'll go to this website and you've got the whole guy or the lady's whole life story. Murphy, Where, as you're talking, hold on a minute, Murphy. Before you had to hear what the announcer would tell you about yeah. him, or that you would read in like Bill Actors Mike, hold on a second. I don't want you to lose that. I want you to listen to this. If somebody agrees with you here, Pook Ninja says, that's part of the problem. I agree. I'm sure Bill Watts wouldn't let Krachinko talk to the fans after the matches. That's what the guys <laughs> and gals now do on Twitter and such. So here's my question to you. And this is it's kind of an open-ended question. Anybody can take it. There was a time that if you wanted to find out what your local wrestler was doing, you had to buy a magazine 
the wrestler, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Inside Wrestling. Okay, you had to buy the magazines. Right. Well, the magazines are obsolete now. Now everybody's on Twitch, uh, or Twitter, you to somebody Facebook. Like Dave Meltzer. All this stuff, right? But here's the thing, though. And and you might have an opinion on this, Jake. Um, yeah. Here's the question, though. Is that a hindrance now? Does that now knock down the fourth veil? Is the fourth wall you know, gone now? Is it all exposed? And is there know, a way to pull back the onion again? You know, the thing, the thing is, now... Because we have because we have Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, yeah. all this social medias, wrestlers are now. But here's here's the thing. Some of the wrestlers don't even they 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 put they they're. I've heard that WWE forces you to get a Twitter to be part of the show. Well, let's we're going to talk. About, that's a really good point. We are going to talk about that at some point tonight. Not yeah. just yet. Because I want to get to, to Pook Ninja's question because it's a really very, uh, very important fundamental Pook question. Actually, Pook Ninja's a great wrestling fan. I've had him on my I've had him on my own. Oh family. yeah, I know who he is. I know who he is, absolutely. He's he's he he even on his channel even has four the four four parts of the Jim Cornette ring roast. The ring roast right. of Jim Cornette. Here, here's the thing. And that that's all well and good, but let's keep it you know to what we're talking about. Um, does social media obliterate the fourth wall? I think it does. Yeah, I, I really, it does. I do. I, I mean, people look, look. Fans want to have stars. They want to have their stars, right? But yes, if sir. you're on social media, you're you're blending in with the crowd now. You're not separating yourself as, as an athlete, and the people the people want to be close to you yeah. and want to you know want to be part of you, and and then they get offended when you're not, and so it's like um, I think that I think they should stay in that that cloud so to speak, so that people have their stars mm -hmm. and that mystery you talked about. The mystery's gone, but it's just gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a, when I was growing up, it was a mystery. Yeah. These guys were a mystery. You didn't go up and talk to them. You know, I'm you didn't know anything about them. With you guys, I want to share a story with our audience. You know, you know what? I've been uh, in this business a long time. Uh, my uncle was a promoter. I'm not going to mention his name because I've had him on the show many times, and it's not important at this point. But here's what is important: I took a lot of car rides with a lot of wrestlers. I learned things in those cars that you can't learn on a 20-minute flight junket from this town to that town. You just don't have enough miles or hours under your belt to do it. I spent three years in the World Wrestling Federation. That's who I worked for. That's where my bones were made. If anybody wants to know, you can check it out if you like. Anyway, bottom line is this. Nobody takes a car ride anymore. Nobody's taking the time to educate the young crew. Nobody's taking the time to kayfabe anyone. Whatever happened to kayfabe? They don't even know what <laughs> kayfabe is anymore. You say kayfabe uh -huh. to somebody, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. They don't know what it is. Murphy, tell everybody what kayfabe is. Character. 
Uh, kayfabe means if you're doing something and fans come around, stop. In other words, if if Murphy's the heel and I'm the face, if we get caught in the same car together riding to another city, we're dead. He loses his job. I lose my job. Why? Because the face don't ride with a heel. Look what happened to the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Duggan. Duggan's yeah. career was ended over that. Okay? Yeah. And those cops might have something to do with it, too. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Absolutely. But I think as big a factor, Mike, I, and I don't care what anybody says, the coke, yeah, absolutely. Having coke in the car didn't help. But I think the bigger insult was having a heel and a face. The two guys, don't forget, two guys, Murph, they were in a heated battle with each other. They were in a program. They ran that program for three years. The USA versus Iran. Brother. Oh, I know. I know. I saw it. What happened, man? We'll see, Angela, one thing. I well, like see, the one thing I, when I was in the business, the only ones who really were allowed after, the, you know, when we were leaving the arena, there's always fans that hang out after the arena to try and get a glimpse of the wrestler, get a handshake or an autograph. The only ones who were really allowed to interact with the fans were the babyface. Yeah. The heels, I would walk through a crowd. Well, yeah, get out of my way. Leave me alone. You know, I had to keep up that persona Absolutely. because right. that's what they expected. That's what you know, the promotion wanted me to do. That's what exactly. you got paid for. Yeah, the baby face could sign all the autographs he wants. But the thing of it is, I think, and it's not just face or heel because we don't really have faces or heels anymore. Well, that's okay. the problem. And let's stop right there. Boy, you brought up a fucking albatross if there ever was one. There are no faces. There are no heels. Everybody's neutral. What the hell is this shit all about? Everybody's neutral. Let yeah. me read this. Pook Ninja says, WWE should use social media to promote events and storyline feuds. I disagree. I think... Every wrestling federation should be free, free of social media. No social media, no Twitter, no Facebook, no Instagram, no MySpace, that if they still use that. None of that crap. Like the old dirt sheets. If Aptor didn't write about it, it didn't happen. You're right. You know? Yeah, if Bill yeah. Laughter didn't write about it, if Gordon Soley didn't say it, it wasn't so. And we have the ability, we have the ability right now to go back to those days right now. It uh, I don't agree. We do. It, uh, with the click of a button, we can do it. All we no. have to do is shut down. Mike, I swear to God. One click of a button, brother. All they got to do is shut down their social media and everybody goes back to the way it used to be. One click yeah. of a button. 
Unfortunately, I don't. I don't agree because I, I feel the well, damage has already been done. If you want, Mike, but you'd be wrong. Huh? You'd be. You could. I said you can be in the minority all you want, but you'd still be wrong. Well, no, I'm wrong in your opinion, but I think the damage has already been done. The damage has way been done. Are you shitting me? It's it's beyond yeah. been done. I'm saying the damage has been done to the point to where it can't be repaired. Yeah. I think they have to come out with a whole new angle of professional wrestling. I, I think it can be repaired, but it's going to take something drastic, like the click of a button to shut down all their social media. Kutchenko, what do you think? Uh, how how off-base am I? Well, I don't... I think you're right, but I don't think it's ever going to really happen unless there's some kind of um, some kind of cohesive regulation with the different promoters around the country, you know, uh, and get together like the old NWA office used to do, you know, and and yeah. come up with a whole game plan. And it's kind of go back to something like that. But and I don't I don't know. I, I, I know some of these independents are trying to do that. Yeah. But, here's you know, the problem, very, very, very small markets there, you know. Yeah, Corsita, here's the problem, brother. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the boss, yep. That's, right. that's the problem. That's the problem. They all want to be yeah. boss. And you got too many of these promoters out here that want to be promoters that have no idea. They don't know nothing about professional wrestling. Yeah. And all they want to do is uh, throw some people in the ring, try to draw a crowd and make some money. GM Gonzo says even if every wrestler turned off social media, there's way too many involved that would take a payoff. You're absolutely right. It's the Meltzer effect. How much money? Shove some money in my pocket and I'll tell you what you want to know. Angelo, look at the banner. I see it. I love it. Go ahead, Murph. well, see, I cut you off that, before. Go ahead, that brother. statement right there, that's what I was talking about. No, no matter how much you want to change it, the damage has been done. Yeah, but it, like I said, I, and I agree with everything you're saying, but and I and Corsita as well. But here's the thing: it would take something that drastic, drastic, to, yeah. to 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 set to go back to the zero reset. Okay, to start from scratch. Yeah. That's what it would have to take. Somebody would have to have the brass fucking cojones, the balls, to shut it down. And to say, I'm shutting it down. You know? I think Tony yeah. Khan has those kind of cojones because I think Vince's cojones dried and shriveled the fuck up along with his brain. Because I think he's way the fuck off base. He's still trying to do stuff he did back in the 60s. Problem is, this ain't the 60s. Yeah. And those those storylines and those angles don't work. Where have we seen the golden egg angle before? Oh, geez, only everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You can't play that angle no more, Vince. Can't do it. Go ahead, Jake. You wanted to say something. Um, you know, here, here's here's the thing. 
what what they need to do, what WWE needs to do, is like some of the big truck companies are doing right now. Okay, explain. You know, the big truck companies has some of these rules. You know, not telling. You know, um, I know this is not a rule that WWE needs, but this is a rule that's out there. Drivers are only allowed eleven hours of work time. Is that right? Um, Eleven hours of driving time, fourteen hours, fourteen hours of work time, eleven hours driving. That's it per day. Yeah. And the thing, the thing is, on on your on the show, Big Red Bounty Hunters, you you showing the real side of trucking. Yeah. They showed the real side of stuff, and you know. Jake, Gonzo says the only thing K-Fabe is used for now is for the oh, police. Yeah. I, I, I saw, by the way, that's my friend. <laughs> that's an interesting dollars. observation. <laughs> yeah. They only that use K-Fabe now for the police. But here, you know, right. There's more it, truth to that than a lot of people might want to might want to admit to. Yeah. It's right. the truth. You know, the thing, the thing about wrestling and stuff now is like, you got these people that want to be wrestlers that yeah. they spend this money to go to be sitting. They want to be a commentator at this show. I'm not giving going to give you any names, but they spent $500 just to sit right in the top of a uh, JBL and the announce team. At yeah. SmackDown. And they're, and they're, and they're, and they're tweeting, sorry, quotes coming out, tweeting at, Road Dog, Triple H, and all these other people mm-hmm. that work at WWE just to try to get a job. That's not what. That's not how you do that. Mm, I agree. You have to know now. Here, you don't. You now have to know. You used to have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody to get in the business. Now, not anymore, brother. You can get in the business now with a phone call. Here's the thing. You. It's scary. It is scary, I, Jake, how easy it is to get into the wrestling business now. I, I tell people I tell people that I see these people that want to do this, and I hear they, 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 they have taught themselves because they watch, like, WWE and that. Go to a freaking wrestling school. Go pay the, the tuition. Go to, like, if Mike, when Mike Murphy opens his school, go to his school and learn from a professional. Hey, I'll plug for Murph. <laughs> Go, go to like go to Russell Pro, go to Creator Pro in New Jersey, New York. Go to those wrestling schools. You know, I heard that I heard that Ricky and Robert, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson actually has a school here in Mississippi. Well, Ricky has a school in Bristol, Tennessee called the School of Morton. Yeah. Um, really good school too. Um, in case anybody wants to know, I went to the Monster Factory. I was trained by Larry Pretty Boy Sharp. Um yeah. I'm sure, Christina, you knew Larry in your in your day. We ran, we crossed paths a few times. I'm yeah. sure you did, brother. A- everybody crossed paths with Pretty Boy. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I got a question for Kachenko. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Question: Yes. What do you think about this this new WWE next step thing that they're doing for the for the people for the people that are in the NCAA? Uh, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. Murph. Oh, um, 
That was questions for. I gotta, I gotta ask my my two pro athletes here what they think about this. Are you guys familiar with what Jake is talking about? No, no, no. What is that? That Uh, question again. Yeah, here's here's the gist of it. The WWE is allowing college athletes to get paid once they've completed their college education. They're signing them to uh, what what essentially amounts to deal memos prior to signing a full-fledged contract. Keep in mind, though, that a deal memo is legal and binding on their end. It's not legal and binding on your end, but it's binding on their end. So, Korchenko, what do you think about that? Um, professional and amateur athletes being allowed to go to WWE to apply their trade. You've got swimmers, runners, javelin throwers, basketball players, football players, who can who all have the perceived ability now to go work for a wrestling company. Uh, give me the give me the pros and cons of that. Oh, we had a, you know, uh, we have we always had amateur athletes that went into the pro wrestling ranks. I mean, uh, there's a lot of them out there. Um, but you know, uh, I guess if you got the talent, right? If you got the ability, uh, if you think you can do it, if you can get trained, I, I don't really care what your background is, whether you're a javelin thrower or or a track runner or a shot putter. You know, whatever. Whatever your amateur um, uh, thing is, you know, if you can, if you can bring, if you got a talent, if you have a real talent, um, I mean, because professional wrestling is more than just yeah. more than just being an athlete. Uh, you got to have that certain character personality thing going on too, you know. Well, um, let me ask you a question along those lines. Does it? Oh, hold on, Jake. Um, I, I have. Um... That's it. There you go. Uh, yeah, here you go. That's that's what Jake is talking about. Uh, understand, uh, Jake? Can you scroll down that and show everybody? I am doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. There you go, brother. This is what Jake's talking about. It it allows potential pro and amateur athletes to get you know to get signed to get deals. The problem I have with this is what about the people in NXT that are already there? Will they get bumped because somebody else already has a bigger name or a a bigger reputation or they're already a star? What happens to the, uh, you know what I'm saying? What happens to those guys? Well, I think it depends on that star power, you know. They're they're not going to bump somebody if, uh, if they're drawing big money. You know, it, well, it all boils down to money. That's not true, Corsita. That's not necessarily true. They actually hey, did it with Big Cass. And they, they did it with, hold on, Jake. They did it with Big Cass and they did it with Enzo Amore. Yeah. Over allegations that turned out not to be true. true. But they still bumped them over yeah. something stupid. But they, yeah. but they, 
they knew they were wrong, but they can't come back. I got a yeah. problem with that on a lot of different levels because let's let's just take the Usos for example. One drug after another, one porno video after another, and they keep letting them come back in. Why? Oh, because I'm related to The Rock, and I'm related to to Roman Reigns, and I'm related to Jimmy Snooker, and I'm related to the the whole Rikishi. and the Lottie clan. Rikishi, Rikishi. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Go ahead, Murph. Uh, in a way, uh, I, I like uh, like Christina said. Uh, I I really don't care. I mean, if if they can get properly trained and they can do the work, well, then they can do the work. And if they have somebody in NXT that gets bumped because the new guy came in and can work and perform better than that other person in NXT, well, that's that's the business. Okay, so a guy graduates Armageddon's Training Academy, right? He goes down to NXT in Florida. They yeah. sign him because they said, you're pretty good. You were trained really well. Okay. He puts all this blood, sweat, and tears, not to mention the money, into his career, right? Yeah. So what happens now? All right, so what happens now? He gets bumped. Oh, well, sorry, kid. That's just part of the game. You know, it's, it's the breaks. I got a problem with that on a lot of different levels. Yeah. I want to know what my uh, my viewers think about this. What's I, your I, opinion on this? I got a question for the for the panel. Go for uh, it, Jake. Sorry, I got some music playing in the background. What do you okay. guys think about they they don't put they don't put China in the in the Hall of Fame, and they put they they put her with DX. They did put her in the Hall of Fame, but put her in DX. But what she deserves her own spot in the WWE. That was that was bad on so many levels. I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to go there. It was it was Hold just on. so bad. So okay, it's just you and me, Christina. Um. Jake brings up a point about the still here. I'm just China in the Hall of Fame. What do you think about that? Did she deserve her own spot? Bro, you're breaking up. Breaking I um, up. I hear you now. Okay. I think. Uh, I don't know what happened there. You know, I'm just looking at it from the surface. You know, I'm not. I wasn't. I apologize. Okay, hold on, Mer. I wasn't privy to anything behind the scenes with her. I don't know. I, on the on the surface, uh, right. I think she deserves a place there. Of course, you know, absolutely. She contributed yeah, a lot that, to the business. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, they've got. Uh, oh, here we go. Let's see here. Uh, oh, Jimmy Thunder from down under. New Japan have a dojo in New Zealand run by Bad Luck Fail and Angelo's friend Tony Kazina. Is the, the head trainer there? Okay, well, this is true. Tony is the head trainer there. Um, but understand that they're not training the U.S. personnel for U.S. They're training U.S. personnel to work overseas. 
And there's a big, a, a very big difference in the style of training. And it's very unlikely that any of those people will ever see their way to AEW or Ring of Honor or, uh, or NXT or WWE. Very unlikely in, in, the, in the remotest sense. Highly Im- improbable. I saw a documentary on out. female wrestlers over in Japan uh, a few years back. Right. And I'll tell you what, first off, some of these women wrestlers over in Japan are tougher than the guys. And great. great work. These female wrestlers, when they're training, they go and they live at the gym. They are subservient to the trainers and the other wrestlers above them. I mean, yeah. they, and they may train for three years before they even get a match. True. I like, uh, I like to read this. This is Pook Ninja. Yeah, am, NXT is kind of like fast food training for pro wrestling. They crank them out and try to push in. You know what, brother? I got to give Pook Ninja. Yeah. Poop Ninja gets a shout out on that one. For sure. I, I, Poop Ninja, I, I gotta say, I love the questions you've been hitting us with. Kudos. You've been right on the mark with everyone. People who watch this show and listen, more importantly, listen, because this is this live streaming is kind of new for us, but we're heard on 271 radio stations around the world. We're also heard on 304 podcast platforms around and the world two tv stations and two television stations thank you jake here's also, the thing though and i want people to hear me when i say this it's really important i have been saying for years that nxt is taking good talent and grinding them up like sawdust and pushing them back out yeah they're doing more damage than good and they have consistently done that since day one and it's getting worse because hunter is not in charge anymore bruce pritchard is and worse yet so is the boss vince vince has been down there can you imagine you're a trainee in the in the, the performance center and you see vince mcmahon walk in you don't know whether uh, they you know, go ahead. You know, you don't know whether to shit or go blind. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I, I was going to bring him in. I brought him in. Oh, here you go. Kurtzenko's back. All right, brother. Yeah, I lost the uh, lost the internet connection. Sorry about that. Oh, are, sorry, are you in a truck? We, we got you back. Jake is a whiz with that shit. He'll bring you back. Are you in a truck? <laughs> well, tell him to whiz yeah, up. Tell my... him to bring up the volume. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my truck. He's in the cab of his truck, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What kind of truck well, is that? It's a it's a Freightliner Cascadia. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a big mother. I'm sorry. Yeah, big I am. I'm actually. I'm. I'm nerd. I'm. A, I'm. A tr- I'm. I'm actually a truck nerd. I'm a son of a truck driver. So I'm. A, awesome, I'm a, man. I was. I've been. I've been. I've been riding in big trucks all of my life. So <laughs> I know about these trucks. Good deal, so man. A, some of the, you know, I fell off a few trucks a few times. Jimmy Thunder from Down Under. I think Vince has lost his marbles. 
In yes. my opinion, and no, uh, in my opinion, and no and... one has the balls to tell him that. Well, the last person that had the balls to tell him he lost his mind was Vince Russo, and Vince Russo got fired. Yeah. I know this because Vince Russo is a friend of mine. Vince Russo has been on the show before. He's been on my show three times. Yeah, you know, like, and by the way, we lost Kachenko again. Shout out to Vince Russo. Hey, Vin. Hi, bro. <laughs> Bro, I love you, bro. That's my boy, Vince. So, um, by the way, shout out to Vince Russo. Bradley, go in your house and uh, go get that truck. <laughs> All right, Brad. I hear you, brother. Hey, hey, by the way, Mississippi State's better than Tennessee, Bradley. Oh, Lordy. Uh-oh. You know, you know I'm not a Mississippi State fan. I'm an Alabama so, fan. Let's. Uh, Mike Murphy brought state. up something important. Sorry. Women's wrestling, because I got some some bombshell to lay on you. 2022, next year. Yeah. CBS Sports is bringing back the women of wrestling. Wow. W O W. Yes. And guess who the champion is going to be? Who? Tessa Blanchard. Tess is coming back to WOW. The first ever women, the first ever women, sorry, first ever female to ever win the Impact Men's Championship. Yeah, well, that's kind of a, uh, that was a shit in the, you know, on the business in a big way. Yeah. I'm sure her father had something to do with that, too. Piece of crap he is, Tully. Tully, Tully, you know, I've, I've heard that people have had issues working with him. In, He's hard to in, do business with, and, and Tully's a pain in the ass. I'm just going to call it spade a spade. Yeah, Tully Blanchard's a I've pain in the balls. I've heard, I've heard. And if you do I've, business with Tully, you better have a pocket full of money. Or, or, by the way, did you see the Art Anderson Glock promo? Uh, no, and, and I really don't care to. Um, let's talk about women's wrestling, Jake. Um, in the, in the next coming year, I think women's wrestling is going to take a, uh, a new place. I think it's finally going to yeah. take its recognized place in the world of wrestling. Um, now that there are actually women who can work, uh, and who do it well and look like athletes uh, and look presentable, um, Yes, and I know that she's the stepdaughter of Magnum. Magnum has been on my show and talked with, about it. He's been here twice. Um, with, uh, one of them with uh, Tombstone Jesus. Yep, sure was. Um, and Magnum's a great guy. And he will be back on the show again. Um, I'm not let's gonna, talk I'm not about women's that. wrestling, Murphy. Where are we going with the... Where, where are we going with ladies' wrestling? It's clearly, um, it's, it's clearly my... this past year, uh, past couple of years, I found that the women's wrestling one was more entertaining than watching the guys. Yeah, yeah. I would rather watch Tessa Blanchard and Becky Lynch, and yeah, you know, I'd rather watch those guys than watching. No offense to Becky's husband, but I'd rather watch those guys than watch Seth Rollins. Or, you know, uh, whoever they got is the main face or whatever this week. 
Yeah. You know, I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it, my prediction for 2022 in professional wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> more bad wrestling. Yeah. I'd like to see wrestling. Yes. Keep your promos because they're not working. They're really not working. Keep your promos. Um, let's do wrestling. First, learn to wrestle. Then learn yeah, it's how like, to hey guys, It's like, hey, guys, I got this great concept for professional wrestling. How about we do professional wrestling? How about we do wrestling? Yeah, uh, you know. Great idea. <laughs> I mean, great idea. Proceed it. In our day in work, and I, now you made it to a level I never got to. I got to the indie circuit. You were in the NWA. You know, you, you work with guys like, you know, Tolly and Dusty and stuff like that. Yeah. I never got to that level, although I would have loved to, but I probably would have been in the back trying to get autographs and pictures. Uh, <laughs> but the, the thing of it is, though, wrestling today, it AEW, like I said, is trying to bring back the days of old, but they're trying to mix the two. Tony Khan yeah. is, has been doing a great job. Yeah. Vince McMahon is drowning. Okay, I'm sorry. Everything I've read, the WWE Hardly. is hemorrhaging money. Yeah. And it's they're the just not putting out a good product. AEW is. AEW does wrestling. Yeah. You see wrestling from the minute they come on till the minute they close. Yeah, WWE, you see 45 minutes of promos and bullshit yeah. before you actually see a match. And even the match ain't that great. At least in AEW, they've got split screen when yeah. they run their commercials to where you can still watch the match. Yeah, well. Yeah. And, and also. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I, can't, not wrong. I can't make an argument for you. No, definitely <laughs> not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, WWE, who. Who's going to be the old-timer that comes back in January? Uh, Goldberg, Hulk Hogan? Um, maybe they can, maybe they can, <laughs> dig, maybe they can dig up Luthez. You know, <laughs> you know? Here's, here's something. GM Gonzo says, Bray Wyatt was the only reason I would turn on WWE. And I got news for you, Gonzo. Kudos to you, brother, because he was the only real character. Listen to what I'm saying, folks. I, I agree with Gonzo. Character that that company ever had. By the way, who is Bray Wyatt? Happens to be Mike Rotundo's son, a legacy. Okay. <laughs> but he wasn't legacied in. The fucking kid worked his balls off to get that yeah. spot. Yeah, he was. Okay. Before, he was. He was he uh, before he was Bray Wyatt. He was I forget his name Husky Harris. Yeah, he was. I mean, call him what you want. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> here's the thing, and it's really important. Um, the legacy wrestlers that are still with the company, uh, by the way, and they they are leaving at an alarming rate. And uh, don't be surprised. Yeah. And I'm going to say that I'm going to spoiler alert. So get ready for it. Don't be surprised if you see Roman Reigns jump ship and leave WWE. 
because there's there's a lot of um, knowledgeable people. The really smart marks are calling this one. Okay, so hey, maybe we have maybe we have John Cena come back again. Oh, please no, no. Please no. <laughs> please, Murph, no. Murph, that's 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 some that's that's that. Angela, what did he say? I couldn't hear him. I, I'm gonna say again, Jakey, please. Um, uh, th- for the the two weeks I've known you, that's the stupidest thing you have said. Oh, he he said Murph. He said it's the stupidest thing you've ever said. Uh, yeah, Jake. There's a little word in the uh, dictionary. Look it up. It's called sarcasm. Sarcasm. Yeah, sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. What's up, White Dad? How you doing? <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I, I sent the link to him. I sent the link Why to PWO. What's PWO? Fill me in. Smart me up. World Order. By the way, here we believe in the either the HWO, the Hudson World Order, or this or the DWO. The oh, is that DWO. is that the Pesci World Order? Yeah. Well, uh, shout out to Mike, Mike Laurie, uh, aka yeah. Mr. Pesci. Yeah. You're, you're good with me, kid. It was, okay it was a misunderstanding on our end. It was a misunderstanding. So you're good with me, brother. Let's yeah, talk was... about uh, let's talk about uh, women wrestlers that are overused, um, and uh, and and for for more, and just let's just get right to the point. Women wrestlers that need to leave the business. I was trying to be polite about it, but there's no way to be nice about it. Um, like Charlotte, well, I think we all know who we're thinking of. Charlotte's done. I think Charlotte's Charlotte Flair, right away. there. So yeah, Charlotte needs to go away. Uh, Becky Lynch needs to go away. Her and her husband need to leave. Um, I'd like to see, and, and I don't know why they don't use this lady. I would love to see Oscar. Uh, uh, she was. I don't know. If she's still with them. If she's not, they need they're, to bring her back. They're, uh, they're still it's on the main roster. She she's still there? Yeah. They need to start using her better. Because she's probably... I'd like to see Bailey come back. I, I like I, to I see heard, Asuka. I heard, she's sorry. probably the best female they have. I heard... Uh, I heard. Vince Is she still out with a knee injury? What? Say again, Murph. She has I, an injury. I said, is she still out with a knee injury? It was a shoulder injury. Oh, shoulder? Yeah. Oh, I had heard she had blown out her knee. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that, Murph. Okay, so, um, Christina, we're talking about female wrestling, ladies wrestling. Um, who do you like this year, and and who looks good next year? Well, you know what? I can't even answer that question because. I don't know any of them. That's how much I follow them. <laughs> Brother, I got news for you. And you know what? He That comment was validation for so many people. You don't even know. Because there are yeah. there are people who watch this stuff and, and they don't know. If you're watching this stuff and you don't know who they are, that says all I need to say about the state of wrestling today. I, I can't. I have a hard time watching. It grates my nerves. And yeah. I try, but then it's, I just can't me, stand it. It's like watching nails on the chalkboard. 
Oh, it just grates my nerves. I have to yeah. turn it off. We Murphy and I agree. We could watch five minutes and we got to shut it down. I can't. I haven't seen. Uh, this is no lie. I haven't seen a full episode of any wrestling, AEW, NXT, WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan. I haven't seen any wrestling in a solid five years. Straight yeah. shoot. Well, I, well, I, I haven't either. You know, Angelo, I used to have uh, sleeping problems, insomnia problems, but you know, I found one thing to cure that. Yeah, it's cool. Watch I just turned on WWE, WWE and within 15 <laughs> minutes, I was asleep. Yeah. Thunder Rosa. That's a lady I'm hearing a lot about. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Friend. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been, you know, there, there's a lot, you know, I've seen, I've seen. I the, saw the, Thunder Rosa before she was famous. I have, I've seen her, uh, her and Miranda Gordy had a knockout match yeah. at the Jackson, at the Jackson General's baseball field for Jerry Lawler's 50th anniversary. I, I, I actually have a question for Kachenko. Shoot, man. Go ahead. Do you, do you speak to your uh, partner that was on Big Rig Bounty Hunters? I forget the guy's name. Do yeah, Marshall. Speak, have you spoken? Is he still around? or? He's, he's right across the parking lot, matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> he's in his truck. We both work at the same company. He's in his truck. But, yeah, uh, yeah, he's my best friend. We, we talk all the time, every day. Yeah, wow. sorry for asking that question. No, that's fine. That's you know what, fine. You know what, I'll tell him. I'll tell him you mentioned him. He'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> um. By the way, you know, I I said on the show and they said that you was a former wrestler. I didn't didn't connect the dots until I watched like a documentary that yeah. he was on. Well, brother, I thought you had this shit down, brother. It's like a robot. It Say it again. Jake. What? I thought you had it together. Sorry. But you knew everybody, man. But okay, so now. But but thing is, thing is, when I when I was like watching that show, yeah. I I didn't have the I. It was a few years before the Jake Huston gimmick, and I wasn't on YouTube as much. Oh, I got and you. I was, History Channel. I like what History Channel put out, like Big Red Bounty Hunters. Uh, that show, the Vegas Pawn Shop show. Yeah. Okay, well, Jake, well, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to cut you off there, brother. Uh, uh, I want to talk about the rumor mill. Let's uh -oh. talk about the rumor mill for 2022. Rumor has it, and we'll start with Murph on this one, and we'll go around the horn. Rumor has it that the WWE may have a new potential buyer named Dwayne Johnson. And his partners uh, in Disney. Uh, what do you make of that, Murph? Good, uh, or, or do you not care? I uh, I can see that happening, and I think it might be good because if you look at Dwayne's career, he gives the people what they want. He knows what the people want, what the fans want, and what WWE is producing now. Right. It's not what the fans want. True. So I think if uh, Dwayne and his uh, business partners were to go into it and let him run it, uh, I think it could only be good for the WWE. Yeah. 
You know, I, I got to say, I've heard that uh, from a couple of really, really reliable sources, really close sources to the to the source of the matter. Uh, and Vince wants out. He finally wants out of the wrestling business. Shane McMahon does not want the company. But Stephanie has expressed an interest in it. The problem is her husband, Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H, um, has been beset by health issues. I don't know, Mike, if uh, if that's going to happen. Of course, Cedar, what do you think? Well, could that potentially happen? Yeah. Yeah, I see that happening. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, the direction that it would go uh, with with McMahon kind of moved out of the picture and some new uh, some new thinking, you know, some new faces and some uh, somebody that understands the business, you know, like uh, Dwayne Johnson. Um, so I, I think it could it could be an interesting twist uh, to the business, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, there was a hint of that rumor earlier in the summer, uh, late June, early July of two thousand twenty one. Um, in fact, it, it pictured, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Vince McMahon and several other individuals, um, kind of, uh, making this thing public, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, giving credibility to the rumor, uh, like they wanted you to know what was going on. And I think Vince is, uh, is far too prideful to say that he wants out of the business, but he's not above and beyond dropping hints along the way. And Murph, you know that he's done that uh, all along his, his life. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think what you said, I think it was just too prideful to come right out and say it. Uh, but over the years, I believe he has dropped hints. Uh, when, now it, he has his own movie company, and you know, this uh, another run of the XFL, and naming it Sports Entertainment. I don't think Vince has wanted to be involved in wrestling or sports entertainment for the longest time. But on the other hand, it was making him boatloads of money, so he's not going to walk away from that. Well, I think he's he, just he, gotten older. Uh, I think his health is failing because he doesn't look good. Yeah, let me uh, interject something, Mike. Let me interject uh, something here. Angelo, what, what do you want me to do with this comment? Hold on, hold on just a second. Um, what did that say? Um, I think Jake's a, Jake's a great guy and uh, Jake's going to stay. Um, so Jake stays. I'll delete the comment for you. Wow, that's harsh. That's well, guess what? It's harsh, but Jake's gonna stay here. That's that's just yeah. the deal. Here, I, look, the I'm not gonna shy away from anything. I welcome all comments, good or bad. I'm uh, not gonna I will never, and I've said this before, I will never, never, ever censor anyone. Yeah, I will never I, censor um, anyone. Period. You know, right, right. No, I agree. I agree. Here, but hold, hold on a second, Jake. You got it. You got it. You got to hold on a second, brother. 
because uh, it's really important what, what Mike is talking ball. about. Um, Vince has talked about this before, about at some point stepping away. He should have did it years ago. He's about 15 years too late. Okay. With that. Yep. Walking away now would be at very at the very least, Corsita. At the very least, it would be um almost as an homage, really, than than him just walking away. It would be uh ceremonial is the word I want to use. Um yep. But Vince McMahon, as a promoter, ceased to exist around 1983. In fact, he doesn't like being called a wrestling promoter. He's a television producer. Producer, I've said this on my show, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Okay? Understand something. I've been in this business a long time. 48 years. I ran my own promotion for 24 of those 48 years. I worked for other feds during that time. World Wrestling Federation, the National Wrestling Alliance, the American Wrestling Association. And I, various, and I worked for various uh, state organizations, Jersey NWA. I've worked for uh, pro wrestling superstars. Um, Dino Santa was a different I worked in conjunction with Dino on things but understand something the wrestling business that I knew that I worked in and grew up in has ceased to exist for all intents and purposes in the mid 90s of the last century all right understand well, that this is well, a Angela, new- you got you got you got to remember, Angelo, you were there when Jesus Christ took his first bump. <laughs> I love you too, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Angelo. I had to bring a little levity. I, I am old. Look, I, I look. I'm the old man of the crew. Okay. Oh, so, your social security card number is one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> One. Your favorite, uh, oh, by the way, uh, his, his the superstar that we, uh, by the way, when Angelo was a, a little kid, he looked up to Abraham Lincoln. I look up to everybody. I'm five foot three, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about where we go. Um, a, I was trying to make a joke. I hear you, Corsita. 2022 is going to be a very different year for wrestling. Um, what needs to happen to bring some semblance of wrestling back to the world of professional wrestling? Well, it's got it's got to go. It's got to start with the training. I mean, you know, these guys. Uh, I mean, if you're going to get in the ring, at least buy some buy some damn wrestling gear. I mean, you know, they're getting in the ring with a pair of shorts on and a tennis shoes and shit, a t-shirt, and it looks like shit. And it yes, doesn't, yes. doesn't do anything to promote the image of professional wrestling. And these uh, the guys don't even look like you would think a professional wrestler should look. You know? Well, of course, you know, when people go to Hot Topics to buy their ring gear, you know, there's a problem. 
Okay. I'm serious. There's a big problem. I can't stand it. You know, I see that and it just drives me nuts. Oh, brother, please. That's the biggest peeve I have. Mike Murphy has worked for me. He knows my two, the biggest pet peeves I have. People who look unprofessional and people who call everything in the back. You work for me. You're not allowed to call in the back. Because the heels and baby faces are separate with no cell phones. Okay? On different sides of the building. Dig it? Old school. When you work for me, you call it in the fucking ring or you don't work. You're looking looking at a guy. You are looking at a guy who turned away the triple WA champion because I can and because he wasn't ready for my standards. Okay. You work for me. You're going to work right. You're going to work smart. You're going to work safe and you're going to work kayfabe old school style. People, yeah. people are giving you know, I got to agree with Corsita and what he said. I see these I see these kids, and I can say call them kids because I'm old. Uh, I see them with sneakers and jeans, and uh, you know, okay, I I get it. Wrestling gear, boots, and stuff like nowadays are expensive, but you know what? This is the profession you've chosen to get into. This is what you're supposed to love. Then yep. you're willing to spend the money on it exactly. because it's going to pay itself back. You see a guy get up in the ring in jean shorts or sneakers or whatever, baggy pants with a ton of zippers on from Hot Topic. How can you take that guy seriously as a professional wrestler? That's what I say right there. You can't. You're not going to take him seriously. You can't. Invest in pride. I've seen Angelo throw guys out of his locker room were showing up, and that was their outfit, and he told them, get out of my locker room. You're not working tonight. I've seen them do it. This needs to happen a lot. In a New Jersey casino. No less. Yes. Okay? Yes. This this kid showed up. He had black jeans, white sneakers, uh, some kind of funky shirt, and elbow pads, and he was going to go in the ring line. Angela said, no, you're not. He says, if that's your get-up, get out of here. I don't need you. Exactly. Well, what about, uh, well, you know, that's it. People need to buy the wrestling gear. They need to buy They need to invest in If they're going to they're gonna play the part, they need to look the part. You know, exactly. I mean, with, even when I started they, they, back in 79, they're they're we, we, like we, we bought boots. I mean, we bought gear. I mean, yeah. even during even during the training, uh, some of the boys that come in, like Louis Estella, would come in and you know he sell his had wrestling gear to sell, and you know and I was friends with Bill Ash, and him and his daddy you know they made the boots B Bar oh A boot branch sure, you know so I bought my boots I mean I didn't I couldn't afford them but by God man I borrowed the money because I wanted to look the part you know I wanted to have the gear but Brother, we all I did though we all we went to with Malenko we all had the gear man I've had people yeah, come exactly. to me and say I can't afford to buy this I can't afford to buy that. Ask me. If I have it, I'll give it to you. 
Murph knows yeah. that. Yeah. If I got it, I'll I, give it to you. Go buy yourself. I'll tell you what. Get one your pair of boots I always wanted. Like a I always wanted a pair like Dusty Rhodes or Sam Houston had or Magnum T. I always wanted a pair of those Cowboys type style wrestling boots. Yep. Because one, they just look cool as hell. Yeah. And, <laughs> but unfortunately, I couldn't afford to send the money to Mexico to have them made, have them come back up. And, <laughs> you know, I, it, and it was hard finding a maker to make wrestling boots like that. Absolutely, brother. I'm going to tell yeah. you something. You know, here, um, here's the thing. Uh, go ahead, Jake. Jake. By the way, I just want to say this. You know, to the people, you know, there's there's also the, the fans that, they, they're, you know what? Let me, let me say this. What, what people, what, what we're doing on this show, we have, we have, a, we have a person who is smart enough about wrestling, who is a fan. Sorry, I'm calling myself a fan. You are, you're we a have fan. A form, we have we a all are. Promoter. Well, wait, where you at? Former promoter. Wait, did I point the right way? I'm right here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah, have a former promoter. We also have, we also have, and he's gone. And two former wrestlers. Two former wrestlers. And a, you know, the thing is now, here's the thing. I see people, you know, um, the, you know, wrestling, you know, a, a lot of the truck drivers are, are like wrestlers. They wear like they, the old truck drivers like wear like the cowboy shirts and stuff. Now I see people wearing t-shirts and shorts and sometimes. Well, pants. I'll tell you what. I'm going to share something with you, Jake. I don't know if we ever told you this, but the Mister Murphy here, Armageddon. Yeah. That's what he does for a living. He's a truck driver. Oh. Well, yeah. I, I used to be a truck driver until I was in a wreck back in June. Yeah. Too, uh, unfortunately, up. I'm not able to drive oh. truck anymore. But I did it for 38 years. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that, Mike. Yeah. And here, here's Mike. the thing, though. You know, Mike Thank is a guy. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Mike is a guy who does not make a, a ton of money. He gets by. He doesn't yeah. make a ton of money. But he took the money he made and he invested it in himself. And I, yeah. I encourage every worker out there. If you have the decency and the respect for the business, respect yourself and look like a pro. Even if you can't work up to that standard yet, looking like a pro is half the battle. You can learn from the people that you're around. Listen to them. Go Would for the car rides with them. Don't be afraid to ask, can I take a ride with you? I'm not working the show, but I want to listen in. Can I listen to you guys? Hey, Mike. do it. I'm telling you, brother, do it. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring this guy yeah. back in. I got the. I got it. Okay. Hey, yeah, we and we yeah. And I, first of all, I want to say thank you to Kursita Kurchenko for being with us. He is on the road tonight, and he is in the cab of his truck. So uh, yeah, we don't you. know what state he's in. Uh, we don't even know what country he's in. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm so, in the great state of Texas right now, but I. Oh, all right. I, thank you. Thank you very much for yes, having me on the show. Yeah. Texas, You're baby. quite welcome. A very dear friend of mine is in Texas right now, Cowboy Scott Casey. Scott Casey. I worked with him a few times. Yes, I know well, you did. He's a Southwest good, very dear Texas. friend of mine. 
Freeman Coliseum, matter of fact, I worked with him several times at Freeman Coliseum, San Antonio. Did you ever work with my, with my buddy, Eddie Mansfield? I never met him personally. I, I never Eddie met is him. A, is a character. I love Eddie oh, Mansfield. Yeah. He is a character. And that man is, he bleeds old school. Right. He yeah. sweats old school. Oh, yeah. And here's a guy that's younger than I am. He started in the business when he was like twelve. Yeah, know? yeah, that's the way. That's the way I am. I mean, I'm old school. You know, old school, all the way. Have been, always will be. You know, just that's just that was the business. Absolutely, brother. It's, I I only know old school. That's what I was raised on. That's what I was weaned on. You know, I learned from the from from guys like Phil Zacco and Arnold Scolin and. Uh, and Bruno, who I knew, you know, rest in yeah. peace. Uh, yeah, and Larry Zabisco, who's been here. Larry is one of our, our very dear friends on the show. What's that, Jake? That 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 uh that guy that I just I just got blocked. That uh that person, uh, Lauren Wayne. I block. I uh that's that's a spam website. There, that's a spam bot. Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a website that. If you go to it, it's like a virus. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. I. I well, okay. You, well, you handle that. It. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to tell me. Just as long as you can handle yeah, it. That, the, re the, the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because I don't want a. You might have thought it was a real person, and. That's that's fine. Understand something, Jake. When I get on a roll, when you, when you tell me stuff like that, it just kind of just throws the whole show into right. the chitter. I'll, so we we got to like. Don't even, don't even just block it and don't even say nothing. All right. Uh, um, so I here's what I say. Uh, 2022, it look it's looking like the year of the shakeup. It looks like WWE is going to make a big announcement somewhere around March or April as to the future of the company. Uh, and I believe it's going to be more more like April. I also believe that if we hold out long enough, and I think it's going to happen, that old school wrestling is coming back. It's, I believe the old expression, Murph, is uh, everything old is new again. You remember that one? Everything old is new again. Hope it does. Hope it does. Yeah. Love to see it like that. Absolutely, brother. I'll tell you what, I really have um I really have I have held out hope for AEW. When they came around, I said, man, maybe there's a company that's just finally going to give WWE a little run for their money. And thank God they have. Because uh it it's forced everybody to be better, to work better, to work smarter. Uh, and I think we've gotten a better product out of it, given the fact that, you know, wrestling still stinks right now. It's a better stink than it was, if, if that's acceptable. <laughs> right. right. Well, unfortunately, Angelo, Vince McMahon has become uh, the monster, a part of the monster that he created. Yeah, well, you know, it's like I almost want to say it's a better smelling shit, you know? Yeah. yeah well, like I always said. Better word. There's, like there's, I've always said, you, you, you know, can polish a turd all day long, but at the end of the day, it's still a turd. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. A turd is a turd. Not only yeah. how you spit pile the shit, it's still shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yep, that's true. true. Well, I'll tell you what. It's 8.30 p.m. We went an hour and a half tonight. Beautiful. I'll tell you, first of all, the biggest shout out of the night to our chat room. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We're going to do this more often, this live stuff. Yeah. Um, I like this. This is very yeah. spontaneous. Yeah. It's new out. for me. Um, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. really interesting for me because, like I say, we're I gained my notoriety on radio, and that's where I, yeah. I've made my bones on radio. And 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 we've done we've done very well. Two hundred. <laughs> 271 radio stations around the world. That's that's a real number. You can that's check awesome. that number out. That's a real that number. That is awesome, man. Uh, to 304 podcast platforms worldwide. Every wow. every single listen to this one, you guys. Every single domestic platform we are on. Everyone, bar none. Everyone. Wow. And we are on 304 globally, including the U.S. That's wonderful. 271 radio stations, two television stations, and the filling in Jake's teeth. That is wonderful. I don't um, have. I don't have teeth. I was trying to help you, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? I was trying to help um, you, brother. One, um, I actually have. I have a little something to say to Kachenko. I yeah. would like you to go ahead. My, my favorite thing you you did on a uh, big on Big Green Bounty Hunter on that <laughs> show was the you you uh the that that uh cow truck got stuck on the railroad tracks. Very first show. Very first show. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that well. <laughs> yeah, and and, and and you know. You guys are show, you guys showed the real the real life of trucking. I said, Jake, so, I'll tell you what. While I it. have while I have Crescita here, okay, since you're you're a huge fan of that show <laughs> yeah. and you mark out for them in a big way. Yeah. Crescita, can I get a commitment from you and your partner maybe t- to have you guys on together one night? Absolutely. Can Absolutely. we do that for Jake? Yeah, yeah, we, we can do I, that I for think, sure. I think Jake just got a hard on. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you know, the thing is, it's- beautiful. All right, Jake, I arranged it for you, bro. All right. Arranged, arranged is arranged. It's good to go. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Make it happen. Tell everybody what's coming up for Kasita Kachenko. Your social media, where people can get a hold of you. Hey, you know, I'm always on Facebook. Um, you can look me up, Crescita Zurio Korchenko. And um, I'm not on real, I'm, I'm not really on Twitter. I don't go on that too often. Right. Facebook is my main, my main source of, of social media. Okay. So, all right. You find Beautiful. me on social media. And um, hey, what's coming up for me? You know, I'm writing a book. Um, so, yes. I'm about done with the book. That's going to be published Beautiful. soon. Yeah. And well, uh, you and are cordially invited here. To promote that book. In fact, we've just uh, we just booked Karen McDaniel. She'll be here uh, in January to promote her book, Wahoo. 
About really? Wahoo, her husband Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo McDaniel, yeah. Yeah, we well, love book authors on the show. Well, my book is my the title of my book is Payback in the First Degree. I and love it's it. A, uh, it's, it's a murder mystery. I think it's gonna be really good. Oh, if I man. say so myself, I'm patting myself on the shoulder here. Sounds like it's got a movie in it. I think it does. Some, I've had some people say that it does. Uh, we got <laughs> some excerpts out there, you know, and this some people have said, "Hey, that sounds like a movie." Well, I'll tell you what, brother, you're lucky because this show is hooked up with a couple of movie people. Straight really? shoot. They, yeah, they've been on the show, too. Michael Murphy, tell everybody where Armageddon can be reached. How did they book you? Uh, they first book. Uh, you can also always see me on Wrestling with the Future. Um, I'd like to wish uh, Corsina, Jake, and you, uh, all our fans out there, all the people that are... Uh, you know, sending in their uh, taxes and all. We'd wish everybody a very safe and happy new year. And uh, I hope uh, 2022 proves me wrong that we will have good wrestling instead of bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, for me, you know, uh, that's it. I hope, uh, you know, and hopefully in the spring, you know, we'll be doing some plugs for the. Uh, Armageddon Pro Wrestling Training Center. Okay. Jim and awesome. Jake the Snake Hudson. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you besides uh, everywhere? <laughs> uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. You know, my Twitter's uh, at Mushroom underscore Hudson is my personal. And at Hudson Jake is the one I use for the, for the, for the Jake Hudson account. You can find me on Facebook. It's Ellis John Hudson, Ellis, E-L-L-I-S, John, J-O-H-N, Hudson, H-U-D-S-O-N. I am also on Instagram under the under Ellis John Hudson and on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Jake Hudson. And, All right, beautiful. And, and also, you know, also, you can see me every week. On Wrestling with the Future. Wrestling with the Future podcast. And Absolutely. this show this is my fourth this is my fourth week as as a producer in training. I, I should tell know. people that Jake, let me tell everybody Jake is here because he is our he's actually our producer in training. I lost my producer, uh, and so I needed another producer and Jake volunteers for the gig. That's great. So here he is. Uh, and for this show, you can reach me at Wrestling with the Future, our group page on Facebook. Wrestling, that's a private group page. Wrestling with the Future public fan page on Facebook. You're going to see a lot more stuff in the private group than you do in the public page, obviously. We also have our own dedicated YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash Wrestling with the future. The we are right on Twitch, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are there. And you can reach me uh, at any of those places. I am at Mad Dog on, uh, on Twitter. Just Mad at Zippy Mad Dog. Yep. Just look for the guy that looks like Vince Russo. That's me. <laughs> Scary thought. <laughs> but join us every week, every Thursday night on Wrestling with the Future. We have 
singularly the uh I think the greatest podcast in the wrestling business. I really believe that. We pay homage to the old school. We keep their memories alive. That's why we're here. When they're not, we're still talking about them. We lost Butch Reed this year. We lost a lot of people this year. Um, unfortunately, Dominic Danucci. The last interview Dominic Danucci ever did was right here with us on Wrestling wow. with the Future. That's awesome. We were, the, we were his last interview. Um, the late, great Gordon Soley. I am the last person to ever have their picture taken with Gordon Soley. That came from his daughter, by the way, who told me that. I am the last person he ever took a picture with. And uh, and I have that picture. And you Indeed. can see it. It's up on our Facebook page, our Gordon private Soli. group, and our public group. So, for Jam and Jake Hudson, for Michael Murphy, for Christina Kachenko, I'm Angelo Mad Dog Scipio. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time on Wrestling with the Future. Bye-bye. Uh, and all in the Bronx.